listening to Speaking with One Voice with Rodney Payne. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics you'd like discussed on the show, or if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. That's rpayne at onevoiceinc.org. You can also search for us on Acast, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Just look for Speaking with One Voice. Now, here's your host, Rodney Payne. Hello and welcome to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. I am so excited to be with you today. I have a surprise, but hold on. Listen, if you've been listening to me, liking my podcast, rating and subscribing to it, thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep doing so. And also make sure you're following us on all of our social media platforms at Rodney R. Payne, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter and YouTube. So we want you following, get those notifications on so you can keep up with what's going on to help you on your leadership journey. I also want to share with you, uh, thank you so much. You guys are picking up our latest book, Critical Decisions Made Easy, and I'm appreciating that. We hit Amazon uh, bestseller list and you keep you keep picking it up. So if you'd like more information about some personal coaching in that area or doing some team building things, be sure to reach out to us on our website, RodneyRPain.com. We'd be happy to get back with you. So now it's time for the surprise. The waiting is over. I'm super excited. I wish I had like a drummer in the studio so I could get a drum roll and all that. But I am happy. I have a special guest for you today. Uh, this special guest, we're going to get to know all about who she is. But I'm super excited because of something that I hear her say often. And we're going to work on that. So uh, today our topic is going to be bet on yourself, bet on yourself. And so I want to invite to our podcast for the first time and surely not the last time, Leometria Starks, actress. Uh, say hello to the people, Leometria. Hello, everybody. All right. I am super excited. Uh, I don't have, I can't remember lines, so I can never be an actor. It's not going to work for me. Uh, that's mm -hmm. hard. I, I need a, I need a notepad or something to help me, but Let's talk about you. People that don't know who you are, where did you come from? How did you get here? And we'll get to the other fun stuff later, but let's talk about you. Okay, so I am Leah Metria Starks. I'm from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, um, born and raised. I am the mother of three kids, and I am big meech to one grandchild. I do not use the term grandmother. <laughs> um, I'm just a church girl, and I was raised in the church, and having a mother that was the youth director, we were always put in the spotlight kind of before other kids. So we always had to learn the longest Easter speech, the longest Christmas speech, things like that. So that's what got my memory going at that point. But from a young age, I always knew that acting is something that I wanted to do. I am a very shy person, which a lot of people don't know about me um, because they think I have this outgoing personality all the time. But I'm really shy unless I know you, but um, I have been acting for over 27 years, um, doing theater and musical theater. Um, and recently during the pandemic, because I've always wanted to be a TV and film uh, actor, um, the pandemic was actually a blessing in disguise because I dis discovered TikTok and had started doing some TikToks, which got me doing little skits and stuff and getting a little following. And so that led to me um, knowing what Clubhouse was. Well, I'm an Android user, so I could never get an invite to Clubhouse because Androids are not cool. <laughs> um, so I had a friend gave me a phone um, to get on Clubhouse with the iPhone and 
um, that changed my life. That changed the whole course of everything. So met a woman on there that is a celebrity acting coach, Miss Tracy. She took me under her wing. And from that point on, things have just come into fruition. The things that I thought about as a child have started to come true. When I thought that my age was at a range where nothing was possible, it happened. And I just took that leap of faith to just bet on myself to just turn the tables. And now I am progressing nicely. Well, let, hold on. Wait a minute. That's that's back up. You're the mother of three children. Three. I, I, guess, I, I guess I can't ask their ages because that would tell me your age. But have you had the privilege possibly of parenting teenagers at least? Yes. What What is that like? What, what is that like parenting teenagers? It's, it's some, some, my kids are not bad, 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 but, um, so sometimes they lead me to believe that parenting is easy until it's not, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. but yeah, teenagers are a whole new ball game. They're not bad, bad, bad. So they're just kind of either bad or bad, bad, but not bad, bad, bad. I, I like that. And then, <laughs> and you snuck something in there. So, you know, you, I, I, I'm trying to avoid certain things just to not bring it out, but you said you're a grandmother. So with yeah. that, you said you're not anybody's grandma. You are Big Meech. Can you explain how we how do we land on Big Meech? I've heard of Meemaw and Mommy and Big Mama and all, all kinds of things. I've heard of <laughs> Gigi, I, 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 but Big Meech, let's talk about it. That sounds like you're like a bouncer, like you're an enforcer. <laughs> so Big Meech came about my... Um, oldest daughter when she was pregnant she texted me one day and she said hey what is the baby gonna call you they're gonna call you mama they're gonna call you grandma I was like no ma'am I'm still young they're gonna call me Big Meech because my nickname is Meechy and so I said she's gonna call me Big Meech you know we used to call our grandmother's big mama back in the day and our grandfather's big daddy well I'm still young Call okay. me Big Meech. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, Big Meech. I, I just thought that you were telling the grandchild, if you ever mess up, you got to deal with Big Meech. I mean, it, I just kind of, it well, kind of had a, to deal with Big Meech. <laughs> okay, it had, it had a flow. Uh, so so let, let's start talking about like musical theater. And, and you said that it started in the church, mom's youth director now. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I grew up in the church as well. So any Easter speech you can say, I've had to say. I had to do speeches right. a, a lot. I speak for a living now, but I started out speaking in, a, in an oratorical contest for boys. So I know what you mean, but I didn't lo- I didn't know if I loved it like that. I, it was it was it wasn't an option. I just had to do it. You're saying that you had a passion for performance, theater, musical theater, acting as a, as a child. As a child, I had a passion for it. I just didn't want to do the church speeches. You see what I'm saying? Oh, so I could content. memorize TV shows. I could memorize movies that I watched. But it was the preparation through church of having to be disciplined enough to learn those speeches that actually helped me when it came to doing it for real. Okay, so so you had to, you had you learned the foundation of how to do it, but your passion was not to be an Easter speech uh, presenter. That, that yeah. wasn't your goal. Okay, yeah, that okay, okay. That, that, that makes sense. So, so you talked about an opportunity uh, that came up during the pandemic. During the, during the pandemic, things kind of changed for everybody. But before mm-hmm. we get into it too far, were you actively, I mean, have you always actively pursued acting or did you take a break during life or has this been something you've always done? How, how did you get there? 
there have been breaks here and there, but they weren't long, long breaks, if that makes sense. So I traveled um, with the show Soul on Fire. That was musical theater. Um, I've done several stage plays. I'm blessed to go to a great church that invests in the arts and they have theater there. Um, so I was able to kind of brush up in the more recent years with that, um, helping people out in the community that have plays. I've been able to be a part of that. Um, so that's how that all happened. So something happened during the pandemic, apparently. You, you're saying I, I, I stay local theater, church plays, et cetera. Um, and you want to make sure that you understand that, that that all happened at that time, but something changed for you during the pandemic. And mm -hmm. I, I think I heard you say that, that it was the introduction of TikTok and what you were doing there. Did that kind of reignite right. a fire for you? Uh, what did yeah. that do for you? So what that did for me, it let me know how much I loved having to have that discipline because, um, you know, when you're doing TikToks, you're doing it to someone else's voice, someone else's cadence. Um, so you, basically you're trying to mimic what has already been done. And in order to even mimic another person, you have to study that person. Um, so you can't just pick it up and do it. If you want to get every beat right, every cadence right, you have to take time and study that person. So one of my favorite ones was uh, Taraji P. Henson's scene from Hidden Figures. Um, it was so much unpacked in that one scene. She brought true emotion in that one scene. Um, it was just having to find the costume to put on to kind of simulate her making your hair wet because she had just been drenched in the rain. And since on TikTok at that time, I believe they gave us 60 seconds, maybe at that time on TikTok, you have to bring that back to life in 60 seconds. But you can only do that by studying that person's uh, mannerisms, their cadences and everything to make sure everything syncs up perfectly. So I, I digress, but you talking about the bathroom scene where she explained why she got where the she explained why she went oh, to the bathroom. My, so so I want to picture TikTok. I, I'm on TikTok, but I'm not a TikTok creator. So let me just make sure for my leaders who are listening, you take the audio from that particular scene and then yeah. you lip sync the audio, but you act it at the same time, Correct. staying in lockstep with the cadence and delivery. Um, that you got to fix your mouth a certain way to make it look like you sound a certain way. And you have to do all that. And you study that, you rehearse that, you decide which content you're going to do, and then you put it out. Right. Wow. And so it's emotion that you still got to do with it. And that's the part that people don't get. It's one thing to just lip sync something, but if you don't have the emotion, even that's not going to be memorable or even enjoyable to watch. So that that's the one that, that's your favorite or is that the one that put you out there or? That is actually my favorite. That's not the one that put me out there. It was actually like a dance video. And then me talking about Chaswick Bozeman when he, um, died okay. that actually okay okay so so how how did it do i like to know how, how how did it do did it do well on tiktok yeah it does well on tiktok it does well on facebook it does well okay you're talking about like it's present the pandemic started three and a half years ago is it st <laughs> people still watching that video people are still watching the video oh we're gonna have to go find we got, we got to find. And things like that oh yeah we're we gonna have to go we're gonna have to go watch that so so now <laughs> you're in this creative space and does it awaken something or reawaken something in you uh, because you have your own outlet now. Is that what it did for you? It, that's what it did for me. Um, it just allowed me to have my own area. Because before it was like, well, where am I going to act at? Nothing is going on right now. I don't see anybody posting anything. Well, with TikTok, you don't have to wait on somebody to post something. You create your own lane. You create whatever it is you want to do. 
Wow. Listen, you're listening to Speaking with One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. We have Leometria Starks, the actor in the house, and we're talking about her journey to get to this place that I want to talk about. Uh, we're just finished talking about TikTok experience in the middle of the pandemic and having your own space. Um, talked about the fact that, um, bless her heart, she's an Android user. We'll have to work on that, see if we can help there. And so as a result, she couldn't get to Clubhouse. But somehow she got an iPhone and came to the good side. She didn't give up her Android, I don't think, but she's on an iPhone and she's in, in Clubhouse and she meets, you, you mentioned a lady named Tracy. Can you talk to me about the relationship the platform afforded you and what that has meant to you? So what that platform afforded me during the pandemic was um, because they were no longer doing in-person auditions, the acting world had kind of shut down for a little bit. And so with Clubhouse, the directors, writers, casting directors, they would jump on Clubhouse and just open up rooms to people like myself that would normally not have this opportunity to just meet somebody and speak with somebody at our leisure because we jump on when we want to. Um, so one night I jumped on, it was real late at night. I think it was about midnight. So that means it would have been one o'clock in the morning in New York. And um, it was improv night. Mind you, this was my, this was actually my first day being on Clubhouse. I didn't know the concept. I didn't know what everything was. I didn't know how to work it. Um, and I was asked to come to the stage and I was like, oh, okay. And so they was like, uh, Leah Mitria, are you ready? And I was like, uh, ready for what? I don't have a script, but if you send me a script, yeah, I'll jump in. They said, no, this is improv night. I said, oh, okay, then yeah. So they just give you the scenario. They team you up with somebody else and then you start going through the scenario. Our particular scenario was um, a woman was getting married. One of her bridesmaids wanted to wear a different color than what she was supposed to be wearing. And so you just build off of that. And that's what we did. Well, once we were done, it was a uh, call to our attention that Miss Tracy had walked in the room or came in the room since it's clubhouse. And they let us know what an honor it was for her to be in this room with us because we need to get to know her because she is the person that can help your career. So at this particular time, I did not know who Miss Tracy was, but I quickly did my research. Um, so when she gave the critiques, because they allowed her to go ahead and give the critiques. And just to put it into perspective, this is Buster Rhymes um, acting coach. This is Cardi B's acting coach, Natari Naughton, Eve. There's so many people that um, she has coached. Dave Chappelle, I think she's one of the people that kind of found Dave Chappelle when he was 19 years old. Um, so these are the people that she works with along with many other people. And she came on there and she gave the critiques and all of my critiques were great. And I was shocked. And um, she said that who um, that I don't know how long they've had this script, but she did a wonderful job with this script. And so the lady that we were performing for, she was like, oh, no, they're not reading scripts. They are improving. And so um, from that point, I reached out to her on Instagram because she advised, you know, what her Instagram was. And I was just telling her, thank you um, for giving me those critiques, because mind you, this is the first time I've been critiqued from somebody that has all of this recognition and, you know, can change the game. And she was very nice. And from that moment, um, she invited me to her class. And that was uh, December of 2020. And I am still with her till this day. Wow. So you hop in this platform called Clubhouse that nobody really knows what it is. We have these rooms that you go in 
And when you're asked to the stage, it means you get to speak to the to the broader audience in the room. And right. you get called up, don't know what you're doing, don't know why you're, okay, they say it's time. You <laughs> say, well, send me something, I'll read it for you. He said, no, ma'am, you got to do this improv. So here's a scenario, go. And you just naturally were able to just go in, get in the flow, not knowing you had a real audience. Right. You noticed in the real audience and you have a relationship three plus years later. Yes. Wow. So listen, one of the things that, I, the reason for this entire interview today is I want to get in. Uh, to these few words that I've watched you, I've heard you say them, I've watched you promote them, I've watched mm -hmm. you speak to them, give content around them. Let's talk about bet on yourself. Uh, my audience is an audience of uh, entrepreneurs, leaders, emerging entrepreneurs, uh, high-level CEOs, people who are uh, in decision-making positions and truly uh, going after that next level of success in life. And what I know is we have a lot of challenges, obstacles, and defeat along the way. But when I hear somebody say, bet on yourself, I'm, I'm listening to you as a mother of three, a grandmother, somebody who started doing Easter speeches in church, and now you're pursuing a global scale here. Talk to me about these words. I want to know where they came from, kind of what they mean. And, and let's, let's unpack this. I, I believe this is going to help somebody. Okay. So bet on yourself came from the fact that, um, as I spoke of earlier, I thought I was past my time. Um, I felt like if I was going to be an actor, that it would have happened when I was younger. It would have happened when I was possibly in my 20s at the latest. Um, I didn't think that there would be an area for me at this age, because also you got to realize I don't have school training. I didn't go to school for theater. I didn't go to school for acting. Um, so I felt like that was a disadvantage for me. So when uh, Clubhouse came along, I was like, I can't do anything but bet on myself. I know that I'm capable. I know that I have it in me. I know that I can do this. I said, if nobody else believes in me, I have to believe in myself. I have to bet on myself because if you don't take the time to bet on yourself, if you wait on somebody else to do it, it, sometimes it'll never happen. So once I took that leap and started to bet on myself, my life changed drastically. I no longer um, wait for somebody to tell me where I need to go or what I need to do. I have now learned how to do those things on my own, how to find these avenues on my own, of course, with guidance, but I know that I got to go get it. I got to bet on myself. If nobody else likes what I do, if nobody else thinks I'm good enough, I know that I'm good enough. Otherwise, God wouldn't have brought me this far. Woo, that's to wait, wait, time. We got to go get some nuggets out of here. I want you all to make sure. Listen, if you have to pause this right now and get you some paper, get your device, take some notes. I want to go back to the first thing that I heard you say was based on circumstances, based on my age, time in life, station in life, all these things, no formal training, everything. There's no reason that I should even consider that I would be an actor because if it were going to happen, it would already happen. I'm not old, but this is a young person's game. You start, you go to school, you get formally trained, you do all this. So you're facing nothing but obstacles and objections. I want right. to talk about your mindset. How do you get over? There's a, there's a, a season in a position where you have to decide that I don't care what that looks like. I'm doing this. How do you make up your mind in that? Was it an event that prompted that? Was it, Desire. I don't know what it was, but I want to find out what happened to say I can I can do this. It was the fact of once I got with Miss Tracy and was able to be with like-minded people, 
I was like, this is where I want to be. This is where I have to be because this is what I enjoy. And they always say it, it's not work when you love what you do. So I love having to sit there and study a script. I love having to sit there and break it down because before I would read a script and was like, oh, I'll just bring whatever I want to to it, you know. But now with her training and it's it's brought that passion because I now, now know how to study it, if that makes sense. So now that I know how to study it, I'm like, okay, let's make this choice instead of this choice. It makes you look deeper into that script um, so that you can pull out things. And then also art imitates life. Um, I want to be a great storyteller, you know, and I want to create memorable characters. I want to tell those hard stories. I want to be able to just be, I want that character to come to life in that you can watch a lot of people do something you're like oh okay and you really don't remember that movie or certain parts of that movie I want to make you be I want to make you feel like you're on the camera with me I want to make you feel like you're on the stage with me and that's what fuels the fire oh my goodness this is leadership gold I need you all to hear what our actor Leometria Starks is saying to you she's telling us that you have to in order to grow you have to get out of rooms where and get into a room where people think like you. You have to have a mindset transformation. You can't do that around the wrong people. Secondly, she says, when you get in the room, you have to work. When you get in the room, you have to work. And, and so her, her getting in that room allowed her opportunity to learn the craft and then to dig deeper in the craft, do the research and learn what she didn't learn formally. Now she's learning informally because of opportunity. You have been listening to Speaking With One Voice. I am your host, the coach, Rodney Payne. Keep following us on social media at Rodney R. Payne. Make sure you go to RodneyRPayne.com and connect with us so see how we can help you. And don't forget, pick up my latest book, Critical Decisions Made Easy. You can get that on our website, Amazon.com. We're there as well. But you know how we do it here. Until next time, let's keep growing together. You've been listening to Speaking With One Voice. Please remember to follow Rodney Payne on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Rodney R. Payne. We'd love to hear from you and get your feedback, so please feel free to leave us comments. And if you would, rate and subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate that as well. Don't forget to set up for notifications so you can get the latest updates and social media posts and get new podcasts when they're released. As always, use the hashtag speaking with one voice or simply SWOV on any of your social media posts. On behalf of Rodney Payne, thanks again for listening to Speaking with One